up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Terrence. What's up? Carrie had to go see a movie tonight. She's too good to come and talk about Pokemon with <laughs> us. So we have to we have to resort to hearing a Pokemon take from a from a lesser Pokemon trainer, some a poser, if you will. <laughs> Uh, it'll be my job to make uh, Carrie highly upset with my <laughs> lack of Pokemon knowledge. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Shield uh, because uh, apparently everyone is playing Pokemon Sword and I'm a snowflake, being that I'm individual um, and unique and special and delicate. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's a Pokemon game. So, um, score bunny is, uh, my starter. That's the right answer. Um, and it is the same kind of like weird, whimsical story. You, uh, you have a best friend who is your rival who gets on my nerves. Um, and his name is hop for some strange reason. And, um, you go around and you, you do what you do in Pokemon. Like this is not, this isn't breaking new ground, right? Um, I haven't played a Pokemon game in a long time, but, um, I feel like they've made things like there's only so much that you can do with the Pokemon formula. So everything now for me is, um, quality of life changes that feel new to me. Um, when you enter battle, like everything is on the screen. First of all, the, the, the battles are way more dynamic, mm-hmm. like there are camera movements and stuff like that, that, that make it feel like you're like a televised battle. Uh, and this is just fighting like rando, like creatures on the, on the street. Um, when you go to, uh, select a move there, it's very, it, the menus are very, are laid out very well. You can easily see, uh, what move does what with a press of a button um, uh, if you, if you capture a Pokemon or you have a Pokemon in your Pokedex, it, um, it tells you th- what moves that you have that are super effective against the Pokemon that you're fighting. So there's not a lot of like, you don't need a, you don't need a guide with Pokemon, a, a Pokemon guide next to you to figure out what, uh, what is, what you're using as what, um, I'm not terribly far in it. I just got to the uh, to the first town, so I haven't tried Dynamaxing Pokemon yet, which is, you know, when you make your Pokemon very big. Um, but yeah, you go from gym to gym, uh, fighting the uh, the leaders of that gym. Gym um, in in the Pokemon world is um, is code name for cockfight ring. Um, because that's what you're doing. You're, you're fighting animals, uh, for sport and money, uh, and money. (laughs) Don't forget that. And, um, yeah, I like it. It's, it's fun. Like if you like Pokemon, you probably already have this. Um, it's been my understanding that there has been some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, uh, a kerfuffle in the Pokemon community because, um, the developers of this game were like, wow, we have way too many Pokemon. We need to like cut some. Um, 
and some people's favorite Pokemons have been cut. And they're really mad at Game Freak. And Game Freak is like, we have over 800 Pokemon. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they cut half. Right. They cut half. And le- and are left with 800. Are you, no, I thought they, I cut, thought they cut more than half. No, they yeah. cut half and they're left for like 400. I thought. Was Whatever. <laughs> there used to be 151. Wait, what? You millennial pieces oh, of 151 shit. Oh. Originally, yeah. Originally, oh. yeah, there were 151. I've never. And now you got 400. Game. Sorry, sorry about your damn life. And, and I, I don't and even think it was them, intentional. I think it was a more of a technical limitation that because they literally to put them in this game, they'd have to make like brand new like assets. Because it's not like they can just copy the 3ds assets and and move them right. over to this no, game. No, that's what they said that they they data. Of course, people have data mined the game, right? And they uh-huh. found that the assets from the 3ds games uh-huh. are the same in this game, just just like upres. Interesting. So they were like, "No, that's bullshit. You could have put them in there, but that's 800 fucking right. like you're not gonna. That's a lot of Pokemon. First of all, again, I've never played a Pokemon game ever in my life, and 800 seems like a lot. But yeah, they did is a, it's, it's, it's gross. It's gross. But they There's did no say need that. to have eight hundred. They they did find the same exact assets from the the, the 3ds games, and they just upres them. So yeah. there's that. Well, <laughs> look, you got you got to have something to get people to buy the Poke Pass that I'm sure is coming soon <laughs> at some point. Uh, look, only fifty two men could be on a football team. You get, some people got to make the cut. All right. So I don't want to hear it. I don't have a favorite Pokemon, so I don't. I'm not. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't have a Pokemon in this fight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Pokemon is fun. So what you're um, te- what you're telling me then is that it's not revolutionary. It's just it's pardon, Pokemon. Pardon the pun. Evolutionary <laughs> for a Pokemon <laughs> <Shut> title. Uh, yeah, it's Pokemon. Pokemon is Pokemon. If you like Pokemon, go ahead, pick this up. Um, mm, this one's a weird one to talk about. Um, so I'm playing Need for Speed Heat also. Mm-hmm. He and, that. um, yeah, come it's, on. It's come Mike. On. It's, it's neat, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 Welcome back. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> like, that game didn't even look good from the trailers for me personally. I'm like, Oh, I I right. wholly disagree. That 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 it, game made me more trailer, interested. That in trailer made you want to play. Yes. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I, I was waiting for Mike. I was waiting for Mike's impressions before I decided if it's something I should buy or not. Uh, it's probably not something you should go out and buy. It's probably not something you should run out and buy. Like ever, um, or just not at full price. Not 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 at full price. Okay. Um, it depends on what you're looking for. Um. With with Need for Speed when cops are involved, mm-hmm. because the glory yeah, I've, days. I've read, of, I've read the reviews for this game and know how the I know how the system works in this game, and I'm like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 thing that that made me fall in love with Need for Speed was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit on the what PS2, mm-hmm. and. They've never like that was the and I don't know if it's just nostalgia or what, but that was the first time that I've really felt like the exhilaration of a of a car chase and these cops trying to stop you. Right. It It is it, it from what I remember, that is the standard that nothing has quite hit. And um, 
this is, I mean, it tries, right? But all right. So here's the thing. It has a story mode, which, all right, whatever. Um, hmm. something about, uh, uh, crooked cops or as we in the black community call them cops <laughs> and they are, <laughs> they are being, uh, criticized by the public because all of these street racers are basically outrunning them, right? And they're making them look foolish. So you got this this lead officer uh, who we will call Officer Not Really Yoda, um, wow. and and he is he is you know he's he's kind of crooked and he's 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 doing whatever he needs to do to stop these people and he's taking their cars and shit like he's he what is that civil forfeitures and bullshit right like he's doing that shit with with their cars right and he's like you tell your fucking friends not to come to palm city and race or else you're going in the river with that car of yours i'm like jesus yo, you just said you was gonna murder that guy <laughs> because i was racing in the streets <laughs> i mean god damn that's a little Part um, of course, but I mean, you know. And you have uh you have an avatar. You just come to Palm City, aka Miami, and uh you're you're new to the street racing scene or whatever. And the system is set up so that there are sanctioned races, which for a goddamn city that has a problem with illegal street racing, why are you having sanctioned races in the streets? of your city. It doesn't make sense. It's like, it's, but, it's, I'd imagine it's kind of like the purge, right? Like, you know, people are going to murder anywhere, <laughs> street race anyway. So just, you might as well give, make, make times during the day where it's legal to street race. Where it's legal to, uh, no, nah, no. Nah. And much like the purge, that shit don't make sense. <laughs> um, so you, you have legal street races during the day and these are, um, uh, circuit raises, they're laps, right? Mm. And, um, you win cash with that. And, uh, from there you transition to night mode. And this is the, this is the, the loop you started the day or you could start at night, but you started the day you earn money, you go to night, the game you experience points. the game pauses. There's a, there's a message bubble that pops up that says, what a terrible night for a street race. <laughs> you you uh you hit the uh you you pause the menu you you hit the one of the buttons one of the, the stick buttons and it switches to night uh almost immediately and at night you do point to point races in order to earn experience points um once you earn experience points and money from the day once you earn money from the day and experience points at night, you need to go to a safe house to bank all that stuff. Now at night, there is a much higher probability that you will be accosted by the police. Um, if you make it, uh, if you are accosted by them, you have a little heat meter, the higher your heat meter, the, uh, higher your multiplier is at the end of the night. If you can make it to your garage, you bank all that cash and all that experience. Uh, if you get busted by the cops, you lose a pretty decent portion of it. Um, and there are things where you can bribe the cops to, you know, let you off once. Um, but the cops are pretty relentless. Um, they will come after you three, four at a time and do whatever they, they got to do to damage your car, to make you stop. And the it's, 
it's fun. It's fine, right? But it doesn't have the same feeling that I remember from from uh, Hot Pursuit, the original Hot Pursuit. And um, I don't know if it's just because it's a city. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, but the mm-hmm. original Hot Pursuit, a lot of that was just like point to point, just like straight track. Yeah, they didn't really start doing uh, open world until the newer Most Wanted. So. And I think that's I think that's the problem mm-hmm. is that the open world thing is nice and all, but like sometimes I just want to see how I can outmaneuver them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't want to have to worry about having to navigate the terrain. And your cars are pretty indestructible, right? Like you can slam into a brick wall as long as it's not like a tree or a building, you could pretty much just plow through anything. You'll slow down a bit, but you'll plow through it. It's kind of an odd feeling like to, to plow through a, 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 a wall made of rocks, but, um, it, it's just to keep your momentum going. Right. But I don't know. It's, it, there's something about it that just doesn't feel the same. And you know, when you're doing your races at night, your point to point races for your, uh, experience like the cops can still come after you while you're racing. So the cops will come after you and only you while you're racing and trying to like, that's kind of fun. That's kind of exhilarating, but I, I don't know. It it just doesn't have the same feeling that I remember from hot pursuit. And I think it's just because of the open world aspect of it, okay. which is, you know, is what it is. You've convinced me to buy this for $30 in a month or two. So it's probably worth 30. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Leonardo, keep your, keep your panties <laughs> unmunched. We are going to talk about star Wars <laughs> later in the show because all three of us have been playing it. So we will give our impressions, uh, in one of our main topics this week. So we move on from there. Uh, new releases over the past two weeks, of course, star Wars, Jedi fallen order, uh, came out on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, of course, came out on Nintendo Switch. Uh, glory be for Micah, finally, after after a long, near 20-year wait, Shenmue 3 is, co- <laughs> is coming to PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One. Uh, mm. If you guys are watching the video version, you got a fun, a fun react <laughs> gift from Micah there. Um... Sid Meier's Civilization 6 comes to the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Astroneer comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Bee Simulator comes to PS4. Mountain Rescue Simulator. I'm sorry, what? Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, Bee Simulator, Terrence. Not to be outdone by Mountain Rescue Simulator coming to PS4 and Xbox One. That's right. If you ever wanted to simulate the events of the movie cliffhanger <laughs> which you can read the review on no time to bleed from like a year ago but without all of the excitement of cliffhanger then you can pay play mountain rescue simulator on ps4 and xbox one you also have sniper ghost warrior contracts on ps4 and xbox one as well and then neverwinter nights enhanced edition uh comes to ps4 and xbox one micah are you going to check out mountain rescue simulator uh, only if Leon is in it. If Leon <laughs> is not in it, then there's no reason for me to to, to try this game. Um, B Simulator is a thing, apparently. Yeah. B Simulator. I, I uh, swear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just doesn't. 
Like you can't just call something simulator and then just like, uh, all right. Like, are you, are you, what are you doing in that game? Are you a bee? Yeah, you are a and bee. You're a bee. Yeah, you Plant have to, you have sure. to go get pollen and, and take it back to the, to the, to the hive in service of the queen. Out honey or whatever bees do to make honey? I would assume like, so. Yeah. Like do you like do you do you gangbang the queen? Like isn't that what bees do? <laughs> Terrence, I will have uh, been named the most important um insect on the planet. I well, will now uh, they are the because they've got a video game planet. about them. Terrence, I will read the description for Bee Simulator just for you. Live the big adventure of a small bee. Explore a world brimming with life in which you collect pollen, defy dangerous wasps, and save your hive. Play with others in three game modes, including co-op and PvP on split screen. Like they really missed an opportunity for BVB. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Come on. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna right. have a stupid fucking game, just go all the way. <laughs> you know. B simulator. Shut okay. Fine. Sure. <laughs> So, yeah, so that, um, those are your new releases for this week. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is that? Apparently, any damn thing we want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you're uh, you're listening, right? But you probably want to see what we look like, right? <laughs> I think they know. I mean, I, I, well, you want to see what we're wearing this week. Fair enough. <laughs> That's, that is the question. Uh, and if you want to see what we're wearing this week, Check out youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. There are new clips every week. While you're there, go to densepixels.com. While you're on the internet, <laughs> go to densepixels.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for a year. That's two months free. You get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, which uh, will be back on schedule uh, sooner rather than later. No time to bleed, which will be back on schedule sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, the men with the golden tongues, which is always on schedule. And you're getting, uh, and you're getting a new episode this week. That's right. Cause, uh, the people that do the men with the golden tongues actually care about you. Um, and you get the full episodes of the look forward political podcast. Now look, Look Forward is available for free. Just a taste. Just a taste. Like drug dealers. Uh, the team of, of Jay, Andy, and for this week, Brad, mm. uh, are, are, they give you a taste, right, for an hour. This week, this week in particular, the show, which is normally two hours, is a whopping three hours. You got a third guest. You need a third hour. Here you go. It was it was Struck a it was a rock it was a raucous time. Yeah, it was like a raucous not, time. Like I'm nowhere finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm halfway I, through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, subscribe to all TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the flagship show, The Nerd Apocalypse, uh, Black on Black Cinema, uh, Coming Distractions, and the preview episode of Look Forward. Um. Do it and coming today. S- coming soon to coming distractions reviews uh, featuring Carrie for Frozen Two, and featuring me for Knives Out. So you got that to look for. Oh, you to. got to see Knives Out. I you did get to bitch. see Knives Out. It was good. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was good. I, I really wanted to see that movie. How good was it? You'll have to wait for my review. 
to see. So if you're subscribed to Cuffing Distractions, you'll get to hear it sooner rather than later. Uh, let's go to the news. Uh, apparently, Shuhei Yoshida has stepped down as the president of Sony Worldwide Studios. He is now taking a new role managing independent studios. And meanwhile, Herman Hulst, formerly the managing director from Guerrilla Games, maker of the Killzone series and, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn, has been promoted effective immediately to be the president of the Sony Worldwide Studios. So more upper executive shakeups at Sony. Um, Now, I will say, uh, when you see this much uh, shaking up going up in the top echelon of companies, you know, Sean Layton leaving, we still don't know why. Um, you know, Shuhei Yoshida stepping down from a position he's had for a really long time. Um, you might think the worst, but according to Gio Corsi, uh, who was the second party studio head who, until recently, he just left Sony. Uh, he says, no, he, he needed to step away. There's nothing crazy going on at Sony. Um, you know, just mixing it up a little bit, I guess, mixing it up, I guess, with the new console coming out soon. So, and to- um, Herman Holst sounds like a villain. <laughs> uh, he looks like he could be one, maybe. Yeah, this picture is not helping his his. Uh, it his looks like Uwe Boll with hair. Yep. Yeah, and, and if anybody is a villain, it is Uwe Boll. And he's yeah. and he's German, so you have a little bit of extra villainy going for you as well. I mean, you're predisposed to villainy if you're German, right? <laughs> That's what history has taught us. Now, interestingly enough, uh, with Hulse leaving Guerrilla Games, uh, Angie Smets, Jan Bart Van Beek, and Michael sure. Vanderloo. Uh, <laughs> okay. Terrence, Terrence, this is this is the part of the world that my people are from. So I'm, I'm trust me, I'm pronouncing <laughs> this correctly. Uh, they will be sharing the role as the co-directors at Guerrilla Games. Uh, so with a three-man team uh, heading up Guerrilla Games now as they are working away. On a Horizon Two, I would have to imagine they also apparently helped out on Death Stranding a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they um, Death Stranding uses the engine that they built. There you go. Yeah, Decima engine. That's why they have those long necks in the game. Ha! There you go. Uh, a quote from Herman Hall saying, "Quote: I've worked closely with PlayStation and the entire Worldwide Studios family since 2001, and I have the utmost respect and admiration for the creative talent and ambitious ideas within the network of studios across the U.S., Europe, and Japan." I am beyond excited to have the opportunity to now lead such an inspired and talented team whose singular mission is to build amazing games for PlayStation fans. So, not much more to really say. I, I imagine we'll have a lot more to say about this next story. So, according to Jason Schreier over at Kotaku, <laughs> despite the fact that there is a mass exodus of top executives leaving the Anthem project, it's not dead yet, guys. Apparently, Bioware is giving serious consideration to completely overhauling the game, a Anthem 2.0, if you will. <laughs> and not only that, but apparently a new Mass Effect project is in early stages of development <laughs> currently at Bioware. See, see, Terrence, they are following the Destiny model. The Destiny model? Or the yes, uh, of having a, of having a of having a mediocre first game and then just kind of redoing it. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue Destiny was a far better game when it first came out. Oh, it absolutely. Yeah, was. Uh, yes. yes. Van- Vanilla Destiny One is much better than an Anthem, Anthem. Whatever. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So they're going to revamp Anthem. Mm-hmm. 
It's going to be like Anthem 2.0 or 1.5 or whatever. Or Anthem Next. They're 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 following the No Man's Sky model. Are they they going to do the Taken King, or are they going to do with No Man's Sky? I did and just release it for free. What we'll are they going to do? Well, they have. Goddamn! If it makes somebody pay for a game that was supposed that they were supposed to come out last year. Well, they so they so they did say that they were considering releasing Anthem Next uh, as a brand new game. <laughs> although they did say oh, that uh, oh, that too. Right. So they although they did say that could take a lot of forms, and it is unlikely. This is an important line that they will charge full price yeah, uh, to you. current Anthem charge players. Nothing. Right. They they, they to current <laughs> Anthem players. They should charge no price to deliver the game that you should have delivered. Right. Uh, to begin, if you already own it. You get the update for free. I, I would ho- I would hope that that is the case because that's uh, that is egregious. Don't do it. Don't don't do a fucking what is that? Uh, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> Go Fallout first. I mean, they're at least, like Fallout seventy six is at least providing their expansions for free. Like the Fallout first thing, notwithstanding, like that's a that's a colossal disaster. But that is an optional thing. Like the the when the big expansion for Fallout seventy six comes out. It's not going to be something you have to pay for. Okay. So. Yeah, I just find this hilarious. That now they're going to. St- they, apparently they've been working on it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust them. I mean, at, at this point, they are definitely going to have to show before they're going to get any of the benefit of the doubt from most of the gaming right. public. So. Um, since Anthem is trying to create a better Anthem, if it is not called Anthem, lift every voice, I refuse (laughs) to acknowledge it. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if it was? (laughs) I mean, if it is, I might have to buy it. (laughs) You already own it. You shouldn't need to buy anything. God damn it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you already own the game. God, I own it. I deleted it. That's how much game. that's how much I really did not like that game. I have a four terabyte hard drive and I deleted that game <laughs> because I needed the space. It's like a Terrence nah, S move. Because fuck that game. So Micah, what do you think about the little uh the extra little line thrown at the end there that a new Mass Effect game is in very early development uh under Mike Gamble and his stewardship? You know, ver- very early development just means that hey we're talking about it and we uh we threw that out there just to see if anybody's still interested in mass effect which yes and um uh, i still posit that mass effect andromeda is not a bad game um but it's it's not perfect but it's not a bad oh it is i would go it is a good game and i and i defy anyone else to to to, uh to fight me on that it had a bad launch but it's still a good game. Uh, I Did it become a good game or was it good from the beginning? It was good from the beginning and they had shit that they had to fix from a technical standpoint. Like like the rush like the rush development of the game was clear in terms of like the amount of bugs and stuff like that. I still contend that Andromeda has the best combat in the Mass Effect series. And I don't it think does. that's even an, I don't even think that's an arguable point. Yeah. It's <laughs> I I really I really enjoyed myself with that game. Um but everybody you know the the textures didn't load properly or like it when it did have bugs they were noticeable and you know stuff like that is unacceptable but i enjoyed that game man i really did um and i'm all for another mass effect um i hope they can i i hope they i hope they do another mass effect but i'm not holding my breath anytime soon 
And and nor nor should we hold our breath because, like I said, after all that kerfluffle that happened last year and hearing about like the rush development, all all this crap and the Bioware magic stories, like they can take as much time <laughs> as they fucking need to. Now, do you think that they will return to the you know Mass Effect twenty one eighty seven universe that we saw in the original trilogy? Uh, do you think that we'll revisit Andromeda? Or do you think that they'll they're going to take on a completely different era in time in this series? <laughs> Um, I think they're going to do something uh, new and different. I I don't think they'll they'll hang around the Andromeda timeline just because, you know, Mass Effect Andromeda is it has that like stank on it now. Mm-hmm. But um, but in order to to get away from in order to get away from the original trilogy and, you know, evolve and expand, I think they're just going to do something new, um, something a little different. Um, it won't be, you know, in, in the first trilogy mass, uh, humanity is, you know, they're the, they're the, the late ones to come to the party. Um, but I, I don't think that'll be the case, but I think they'll try something like Andromeda, but it won't be around the Andromeda, like, timeline or story or anything like that so i really i really want another mass effect game like i would i would buy a a an up-resed version of the trilogy when will they just fucking do it when will they just fucking do it like ea even came out like last or earlier this year was like we you know we we want to focus in uh, one of the things we want to focus in is like remakes and remasters of of our of beloved games Where's our Mass Effect trilogy remaster, goddammit? <laughs> right. I, right. I literally like, have money that I will throw at you if you give this to me. I mean, I would, yo, I, honestly, I would pay 60 whole ass dollars to play those three games again. And uh, I don't even need them to overhaul, like, the systems or anything oh, no, like no, that. No. But Mike, Mass Effect about once, for the first one. No, no, here's the <laughs> It was incredibly tedious. Here's it was here's what I want. Incredibly tedious. Here's what I, I want. Will do, I will play it again. Here's what I want. I want I them. I really liked the first one. I really liked the first one too. The first one's story is is really really good, and it I don't think people give it enough credit just because of the way the menu system and inventorying was was laid out and the, and the Mako sections. Uh, but the first story is is fucking awesome. Micah, l- ra- so, wrap your head around this. I've talked about this before. Wrap your head around this. They give it the Nathan Drake collection treatment where they take the three games, but they take the gameplay and, and the like the, the gameplay systems of three and retrofit them onto the other games as well. That's what I was actually thinking. Yeah. Like if they kind of like took the best out of the gameplay from three and two and just throw it in one, they didn't have to revamp yep. the whole thing. Just do that. It would be a lot of better. It would be a far better game. <laughs> it would. It would. The uh, the PC release of Mass Effect 1 tried something similar. It mm-hmm. didn't really, it didn't quite work. But um, look, man, I, I, the Mass Effect is one of those titles uh, like like Final Fantasy 7. You can, you can keep on throwing that game out even in its regular state. And and it will make money for you. And if you do a remake, a la Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, and even give it the stupid ass name of Mass Effect Trilogy Remake, then it will sell, man. It is kind I of amazing they haven't bothered exploiting it yet because it's such a layup for them. And we right. get, and we get it's mad about that kind of stuff, but we're also 
you know, we would buy I mean, it in a heartbeat. So, uh, of course, we know course. we know we're we nothing are. if not hypocrites, right? <laughs> um, so a couple weeks ago, uh, Sakurai did a forty-eight minute video. Did you guys watch that? No, fuck no. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I didn't. I, I watched it. I had nothing to do one night, and I just watched it for. It was. It was really good. It was really yeah. interesting. I'm, sh- I'm sure it was, but I'm not going to play. Yeah. I'm not going to use Harry and. I don't. I'm not even playing Smash Brothers anymore. So I, I couldn't care less. I mean, I, I've never played Smash Brothers. I just found it really like he went through the history of fucking of um Fatal Fury and Terry. Like, it was really. It was dope. Yeah. So for 48 minutes. Um, yeah. So he so he talked about he talked about Terry Bogard and Smash Brothers. Uh, he showed off the the new stage that he's going to be in. Uh, all of the characters that are going to be in the background of the stage, like Geese and King and and Blue Mary and Athena and a whole bunch of other characters that I've never heard of because I don't play SNK fighting games. <laughs> but there is one character notably conspicuous by her absence, and that is, of course, the. Uh, the the notable King of Fighters character, Mai Shanrai. And I'm not even pronouncing that last name correctly, probably. Uh, I just I just call her Mai. Fair enough. Because yeah. I, I don't need, I don't even bother. We so, all know who you're talking about. Right. So Sakurai uh did address this during the stream, and he said <laughs> that she will not have a cameo in Super Smash Bros. because the game is for, quote, good boys and girls of many different ages. Now, I don't think anyone right. is surprised that Mai is not going to be in Smash Brothers. Uh, if you've never seen her character model, uh, put it this way, she she was doing the jiggle physics before uh, Tecmo Koei got their hands <laughs> on that for the Dead or Alive series. Uh, yeah, King and of guess Fighters. who was also a frequent guest character in <laughs> Dead or Alive? Not surprising. So, uh... So yeah, so Sakurai had to address that because I I guess you have to because if you didn't, people are gonna be like, well, where's my? Even though if they had you know half a logic brain, they could put two and two together on that one. And it's really it's really funny because a lot of like SNK fighting game characters, like they're dressed like they're going to the mall or they're going to the <laughs> store. Yeah, like it's just they just have like they just and shit. they're just dressed like, in really a, a, a denim jacket. Right, like like he's, like like he's wearing jeans and a trucker hat, guys, and a white beater. <laughs> <laughs> like like a lot of them are dressed like like adults are supposed to be appropriately dressed, right? <laughs> like they're not walking around in a red gi all the time, you know what I mean? But um, then there's my with her boobs just fucking flopping around. Like, I, okay, I mean, look, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it, it's just very funny to me. Like she's the outlier. Like my main is King and she is in a, she, she's a bartender and she's in yeah. a, she's in a tuxedo <laughs> and, and, and here's my just fucking boobs hanging out. Yep. Uh, there was a lot of memes this, uh, that followed on Twitter <laughs> after this. Yeah. Um, I'll, the, the, the best one is from a, a guy named Walt on Twitter who said, who would have guessed that it wasn't Ridley who was too big for Smash. It was mine. <laughs> <laughs> this um this 48 minute video was really interesting. Like you could like he did it because when Terry was announced, all the young kids were like, Who the fuck who is the fuck Terry? Is right. <laughs> and that's kind and of was, offensive, really. 
Come on, we getting old, man. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm about to say like like some 16 year old playing Smash Brothers. Like, do you really expect them to know who Terry Bogart is? I guess they're not playing King of Fighters. And he's and he's like, what? People don't know who because he really loves this this fighting game series. Yeah, and he was like, I'm gonna do this video to show you guys who Terry is and 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 he's doing he's teaching them how to do like quarter circle motions and 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 half circle uh half circle motions with 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 these characters because Terry is going to be able to to do like like real fighting game motions and he's teaching right. them about canceling in and out of moves and shit like that. Like it's really I can listen to anybody talk about anything if they are interested in it. And that actually and, made me appreciate Smash more because he loves fighting games in general. Yeah. So he's like, look, these are double fireballs. This is a this is a, a pretzel motion. And if you if you can actually pull off the double fireball motions, the move is more powerful. Like so it's kind of, it, I was like, you know what? I still don't play that game, but like I appreciate that this dude really, really loves fighting games in general. They, yeah. I mean, they did, they did the same thing with the uh, lesson. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they did the same thing with uh, Ken and Ryu as well, where you can, you can, use, yeah, you can use the Smash controls for their moves, but if you use the actual like Street Fighter inputs, then they're more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, it would be really nice if he made made like a real fighting game instead <laughs> of this fighting game instead of this fighting game for babies. Uh, bite, bite your tongue. Most uh, represented game at Evo. <laughs> 2019 <laughs> sir uh just just a quick bit of news here uh the outer worlds apparently is going to be on the nintendo switch before march 31st 2020 uh because private division who is the developer of the game or the publisher of the game i should say um said that it's going to be out before the or during the 2020 fiscal year we want um, more money yeah well they i mean it, they announced before it, the game it, came ex- out. it exceeded expectations yes as a whole like who knew People wanted a game that worked. <laughs> you know. Uh, speaking of needing more money, Capcom earlier today announced the Street Fighter V Champion Edition, uh, which is coming in February uh, 2020 uh, for the low, low price of $29.99. Or if you already have any other version of Street Fighter V, you can get an upgrade kit for $24.99. Oh, okay. twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, so apparently, what this edition is going to come with? How much did you say the new edition was? Twenty nine ninety nine. So for if you already own it, yes. you have to pay five dollars cheaper. Five dollars. Five dollars less? No, yes. you should have to pay five dollars. <laughs> I don't own the game, but I might buy the this one just because. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's a hell of a deal. Five dollars extra for the <laughs> wow. So the so the difference here is that this comes with. Everything, Everything that has come since the Street Fighter V arcade edition. So it's that means over 40 characters, 34 stages, and over 200 costumes. Now, here's the here's the one thing that the one thing that is cool about this is that if you already own Street Fighter V and you pre-order this edition of the game, then all the stuff that's available now, you get it now. You don't have to wait for February to to get that stuff. Like they just give it to you right away, basically. Um and they did say that all the game mode additions, the balance updates, and all that jazz are still going to be free. Um, that each character is going to get new V skills as well. Uh, they're going to be added for free. Also, 
in December. Um, apparently all DLC characters are still going to be able to be purchased separately, uh, which includes the new DLC character. Uh, they're bringing Gil back, uh, starting in December for the first time since Street Fighter 3. I hate that motherfucker, man. I could not stand Gil. Look election. Fuck you. Stupid bitch. Um, look, I'm talking all this fucking nonsense. I'll, look, I'll spend that twenty four ninety. Oh my god! Uh, as much money as I've dumped into this fucking game that I don't even play anymore. Um, I'll play it just to get those. I'll buy it just to get all them damn costumes that I never got. Is this got. still not going to be on Xbox? Uh, as far as I don't think Street Fighter Five is ever going to be on Xbox. Wow, that's weird. So, just PS4 oh, and PC okay. till they till they die. But uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's cool four years later to to continue to see it get supported in such a robust fashion. So, damn, it's been four it's, years. It's it really has fucking, been. I mean, that's what happens when you was always one of the top games of tournaments and shit. True, Look, but but this one did commercially. This one was a oh, was a bit of a letdown, <laughs> well, yeah, for bombed, sure. But like, it was not a success. But like, FGC is pretty. You know, yeah. Uh, this, is, this this ain't for this ain't for this ain't for them over there. This ain't for the Smash kids that don't know what a fucking Z motion is. <laughs> 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 and look, I it, when it comes to fighting games, uh, at least spectating, uh, Street Fighter is still my go-to. It, it's still it's it's the sweet science, man. Like all those arc system, like, like Dragon Ball and all that. Like that shit is like MMA. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on, and it can end in like two seconds. Whereas, you know, Street Fighter is like boxing. Like, it's slow, it's methodical, but there's a lot more skill in it, involved in it, than than one would think. And yeah, it's it's still my go-to when it comes to like watching the watching this. I gotta get like I, at some point. I really like so I miss it. I miss I miss playing a fighting game. A good one, not just fucking Smash Brothers mashing on buttons. <laughs> Smash Smash is fine. <laughs> So much smash landing. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've never, I've never played it. I don't know what the fuck is going on when I'm watching it. I have no clue. Like I, I'll give them little kids credit. But I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it at all. I'm like, I'm like dash canceling all over the place. That's like, cool. <laughs> sure. So more, uh, more Blizzard news. Uh, apparently, in the wake of BlizzCon, Jeff Kaplan, director of Overwatch, talked to the Washington Post. And he said that he thinks that Blitzchung's suspension should be, quote, reduced more or eliminated. Uh, He goes on to say, I'm obviously a huge supporter of free speech. It's something that's very important to me. It got to me personally. I think the punishment was too harsh, and I was greatly relieved when they gave his money back. I think that was extremely important. Uh, I I was intrigued by this because for such a high-profile executive um, at Blizzard – to speak out about the situation. Um, I think that's important. I obviously it hasn't moved the needle at all because they're still, he's still suspended yeah, he's for still suspended five more months. months. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's Which, interesting. Again, to, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, I still can't believe that shit. That's insane. Yeah. But it's, it's still interesting to see him not only mention this, but mention it publicly as well. So I wish that, uh, I wish that he had a little more sway over the issue, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? But at least he, at least he, at least he said it, uh, which is good. Um, something not very good over the weekend. Yeah. Bunch of two K sports Twitter accounts. Uh, <laughs> Yo, did you see that? Got shit? hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, racism isn't funny, 
but I can, yeah, it, it is sometimes. It's funny when you don't know how you, how to do it right. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, fucking niggers. Like, just <laughs> shut up, yo. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I can't get mad at that because it's so stupid. Yeah. What the hell? All right. Fine. So, I mean, not not much to say about that, but <laughs> but use fucking two factor authentication, guys. If you're not, you gotta uh, you gotta get on it. Uh, you ever uh, you see this picture of the dream team yeah. uh, that they have in this article? Yeah. You ever see the you ever see the real picture? I have. I don't remember what it looked like. The real picture has Patrick Ewing, who is if you're looking at the article from the show notes, Patrick Ewing is number six. Yeah, uh, top he's left. top left. The real picture. Patrick Ewing is literally staring daggers at Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you can find that picture, find it. It is hilarious to see the amount of animosity, just, just urge to kill rising from Patrick Ewing can towards Michael them? Jordan. Can I name them? Can I name them? I think I can team? name every single player in this picture. Patrick Ewing, uh, Magic Johnson, uh, David, David Robinson, David Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Is that, um, Carl Malone? Uh, yes, yeah, it's Malone. a very, it's a very poor render of Carl Malone, but it is yeah, who's that big, tall white dude. I don't know. Who that uh, is. That's Christian Leitner. Oh, wow. For sure. <laughs> I forgot about Christian Leitner. Larry Bird, Jordan, Barkley, Chris uh, Mullen. Mullen. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the white guys. I, like I said, I, 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 that, uh, I can identify Drexler. them all. Yep. Kirk? John, that's John Stockton in the front. John Stockton yep. and, and Scotty and Pippen. Yep. Okay. So. John Stockton looks like he's four. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like six feet tall. The the renders in this picture like... the renders in this picture are not the best. The the look on Jordan's face looks a little He looks he he, he looks <laughs> he, he looks like Bubba Gun. Yes, I was about to say <laughs> that. I was just about to say that shit. Oh good. Oh Lord. my god. That's <laughs> obviously they obviously the these these uh renders were all made with the 2k uh creative player with uh which in the past <laughs> has, has spawned some unholy uh, some unholy yeah. creations this is how this is how bass Ackwards this uh this engine is this render is scotty pippen is the best <laughs> And Scotty Pippen in real life looks like the bottom of a foot. Like, <laughs> he is not an attractive dude. Oh my god! Wow, that's funny. Oh, oh my shit. lord! <laughs> so the last, uh, the last bit of news before we get to the main topic. So there was a big scandal uh, that emerged in the FIFA community uh, a couple of weeks ago. So the the way FIFA works is when you're playing Ultimate Team. Uh, if you're playing in ranked matches, you get a certain amount of rank points uh, for for your performance, and obviously you get a lot more if you win. And once you get enough rank points over the course of the week, you qualify for the weekend tournament, uh, which is called the Weekend League. And in the Weekend League, you play 30 matches, uh, and the matches you play are basically set up against other players that have kind of won the same amount of matches as you have over the course of that Weekend League. Right. So like if you if you're, you know, in match 20 and your record beforehand is like 13 and six, you're going to get matched up against other 13 win players because they're trying to keep it even. So apparently something that's been that had been happening, apparently this dates back to last year's FIFA as well, is that there's a there's a secret discord group of high level professional FIFA players 
that were colluding to avoid each other in these weekend league matches to keep all of their records inflated, essentially. And the only reason uh, that this was discovered is because one of the guys in the Discord group uh, decided to dime everybody out, essentially. Wow. And uh, the own people. Yeah. And so, uh, and so there you go. Uh, so he, he basically revealed that this, that this was going on. Um, he showed screenshots of several of the top players in North America, uh, conspiring to end his, his run in the weekend league, essentially. Like he had been on a hot streak and they were conspiring to, to, uh, to, to put a stop to that. Um, how are they going to do that? One of them play him? Yeah, essentially. And 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 to kind of like so the way that they were making this work is that they were they were disconnecting essentially because um, there's different glitches that you can exploit that players that are willing to to force both participants from the game um, can basically make it so that you don't get hit with a DC loss like you normally would in a FIFA game. Like I said, these guys apparently were were fucking on top of this. The biggest one of the biggest problems though is that the the FIFA E-Champions League winner and a current professional FIFA player uh, known as NYC Chris was one of the players uh, behind this whole scheme, essentially, and he's mm-hmm. been benefiting from it as well. And the reason that they're doing this is because they said that if they get top 100 in the weekend league, uh, they're going to get more subscriber money from like their their Twitch and YouTube channels because people want you know want to see them play more frequently because they are – because they're better. Um, this is oh. pretty fucked up. I would yeah. I would definitely say it's 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 match fixing in video games. Apparently, um, NYC Chris, who is the most notable player, uh, got a two qualifier ban. I feel like that's light. Like I feel like with as much evidence uh, that was revealed in this situation, uh, I feel like that they got to come down harsh on these guys because you're ma- they're making a mockery of your fucking system. Like if somebody's gonna get suspended for something, like yeah, these motherfuckers should be should be suspended for six months. Right. Like somebody just said free Hong Kong. <laughs> right, like, and that's, that's, that's like, the, like, on, like, the, like these guys are literally cheating in the game and conspiring yeah. with each other to keep their records inflated, and they're and they're getting hit with a two like a two event ban, essentially. Yeah. Like come on, so that's pretty fucked up. Um, it's it's a it's a side of the FIFA, you know esports race that doesn't really affect many because obviously these are the top top guys but it does kind of you know cheapen a lot of their accomplishments i would think especially if they're getting invites to you know these events based on how well they're performing um on in these weekly you know weekly tournaments that they're matched up in so just a very weird situation and uh and yeah pretty fucked up and just goes to show you if uh you better make sure that if you're going to do crimes you got to keep everyone in the crime syndicate on the same page because all you need is one guy to to get a wild hair of his ass, and all of a sudden it's going to bring down the uh, bring down the the whole house. So, speaking of criminals, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. That's the criminal I'm referring to. I don't know if that guy's a criminal. He just has a lot of money. He does. Um, He's you know. he, he's also like the least vocal of all the billionaires about all the 
tax cuts that current presidential candidates are Yeah, because he's not fucking proposing. stupid. Right. <laughs> like, fuck? I am the richest man in the fucking world. <laughs> I don't need no more fucking press. Right. Like, I, I'm <laughs> keeping a low profile by building a second headquarters 20 minutes away from the nation's capital. Um, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon to make your Amazon purchases, we get a little bit of a finder's fee. Uh, you don't pay anything extra, and it really helps us out. It is the easiest way it's not the best way but it's the easiest way to help us sustain this little uh ship that we're on uh and that is by going to www.densepixels.com slash amazon i'll tell you one thing that you can't get from www.densepixels.com slash amazon and that is the google stadia founders pack you can only get that from google and it's coming out. Google Stadia launches tomorrow, tomorrow guys. Like I, I, I know that we're all shocked at this because no one's hearing a goddamn thing about it. You know, for for a console launch, and that's essentially what this is: is a console launch, a streaming service launch. Uh, you'd think there'd be a little bit more buzz. There might be a good reason for that, though, and that's because this launch uh, ain't going to be that great. <laughs> so they, they they decided to do an AMA uh, a couple weeks ago. Google did. The Stadia team. Uh, first bad news, the service is going to be missing quite a few key features at launch. Now, they did say that many of the features will roll out soon, as soon as one week after launch, in terms of some features. But, so uh, why not just release it a week late? You know what? That Or, or, or call this early or how access. how about you wait until next year to right. release it? Because the majority data. of them are not coming out until next year. Right. Yeah. Uh, among the features not going to be available on the platform at launch, uh, an achievement system. Will not be available, though apparently the achievements will still be procced, um, and then they will appear once the achievement system goes live in it. So you, you turn on your machine, and all of a sudden it's just bloop, 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 Pretty much. That's how that's going to work. Uh, apparently parents will be able to manage their children's experience on Stadia with parental controls, but they won't be able to share games with their kids at launch until early 2020. Also, uh, Stadia will not – so we already know Stadia is not going to support like iOS at launch. Uh, we already know it's not going to support Mac at launch. Or Actually, no, you can play it on Mac. iOS is kind of a big deal though. Apparently also Chromecast Ultra devices that did not come with the Stadia Founders Edition bundle at launch will not be supported either at launch. Like you're going to have to – it's like if, so if you already happen to own a Chromecast – and you figure, surely the device that Google sells will be available to use this plat this service on right away. No, it will not. Unless you bought the Founders Edition and got a new Chromecast Ultra, you are going to have to wait for them to add that. Uh, also, no games with the Stream Connect, the multiplayer experience that Stadia will be available at launch. Uh, they did say the first game with Stream Connect will launch before... 2020, uh, State oh, Share well. and Crowdplay. None of those games are going to be available at launch. Those are all coming next year. Uh, apparently, the Buddy Pass. So, like when you get the Founders Edition, you can share your Stadia Pro with a buddy. Not for two weeks until after you get your bundle, though, because apparently that's something that you you know you don't want to have your friends join you right away. Why would you want to do that? And no accessibility features 
are available at launch as well. <laughs> so people have already gotten their hands on it, like yes. reviewers and things like that. They've gotten their hands on it. And the reviews have been as they should be. They're like, this is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like the entirety of this thing is garbage. I'd, I'd um, like to I'd like to quote uh, if you if you don't mind, I'd like to quote from Polygon's review by Chris Plants. Uh, this is a quote <laughs> directly from his review. Uh, on stage, ensconced by abstract statues, a, par- a parade of influencers, designers, and Google bigwigs tease breathtaking advances in the scope of multiplayer, the ease of game development, and the power of artificial intelligence, all available to consumers without the need to buy new and expensive hardware. I was in the room, and reader, I was smitten. Soon, Google explained, <laughs> players would simply click a hyperlink, and boom, they'd be instantly transported into a game on any screen of their choosing no more downloads, no more installations, no more limited hard drive space. Google would handle all of that for you. Sitting in my living room today, far from that loud North Carolina theater, I am curious about when we'll see that vision become a reality because it's certainly not today. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's how you know that this is a piece of shit. <laughs> Because this dude took the time to eloquently uh, talk about his dismay when referring to this product, right? Like the easy thing would be to just rage, right? And just hit all the keys on the keyboard at the same time, right? <laughs> now, this is a very thought out, measured. This is this is when your dad doesn't yell at you. He just looks at you, shakes his head, and just... I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> you. Like, oh. Oh my God. Uh, Chris Plant also talks about oh, how the because they, they asked like does Google Stadia have input lag? He said no. The controller lag is fantastic. He said using a Stadia controller plugged directly in my laptop or the Pixel 3a, uh, I rarely noticed input lag. At times I forgot I was streaming a video game. The downside is is that apparently the visual stutter and slowdown of the games themselves is pretty. Pretty bad. Mortal Kombat 11 on the Pixel 3a eventually became unplayable due to odd connection issues. In one match, my character froze in a crouching position. The controller stopped responding, so I unplugged it from the Pixel 3a, then reconnected the cable. For whatever reason, this caused the entire game to reboot, costing me all of my progress. Yeah, I couldn't, I can't imagine even beginning to want to download a fucking fighting game on this thing. That's just disgusting to me. Just that's just the thought of playing a fighting game on Google Stadia makes me want to throw up <laughs> because, because fighting games are all about reaction and your inputs. Like I play my when I play fighting games, I literally switch to my fucking my um, screen, I let my my computer screen, my monitor, because there's no input lag on there as opposed to the television that I have. I can't imagine streaming a game. And I uh, again, I bought like the best internet I can get here. And I don't think I have a data cap. Um, they told me I didn't. They may be lying. It may be in the fine print somewhere. But I've downloaded quite a few games in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I feel like I would have hit that already if I did have a data cap. But my shit's pretty fast. But you can't you can't connect your your you can't connect the system directly to your um to Ethernet is Wi-Fi only right now. Wi-Fi automatically gives you a fucking degraded signal. Right. I don't get I don't get the full speed from my shit when I'm on Wi-Fi. I just don't. 
but you can't connect an Ethernet cable to fucking Google Stadia right now. So nope. how do they expect this to work in America? Uh, Even when they, they have all the other shit. Again, I keep like we. This is the the first thing we said. Like we don't have the speed, and apparently it's very obvious that the hundred people that already have it are like, yo, this shit is garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah, I they're not, not like, definitely not a great launch. It, the, the graphics are terrible because they're streaming it, and apparently they don't have the speed to stream it in four and like they, it's 1080p, but like not really <laughs> because that's a lot. Like it's twenty gigs an hour. Well, Terrence, I'm going to, I'm, I I understand all this. You make great points, but the problem, the the good news is, is that what a launch lineup that Google Stadia is, is going to, is going (laughs) to launch with here. I mean, there are so many solid games that you played already a year ago that are going to come out on Google Stadia. (laughs) Let's go down the list. I'm going to, I'm going to rattle them off. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to rattle them off. Ready? Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Attack on Titan 2, Destiny 2. Two years ago, uh, farming simulator 2019. No, why that? Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Final Fantasy Yo, 15. <laughs> Football Manager 2020. I, That's sure. a new one. Uh, Grid 2019. I didn't know Grid oh, was an annual earlier. franchise. Cool. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, Guilt, which is a That's Stadia the exclusive. It's the only new game. Uh, Just Guilt. Dance. Yeah, it's a survival. It's like a survival That's- horror game. And it's spelled with a Y. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just Dance 2020. Sure. Okay. Kine, which what, none of us know what that? that is. None of us know what Kine is. Uh, Metro Exodus. Uh, beginning of this year. Fine. Okay. Mortal Kombat 11. No, absolutely not. Fighting game. Stop NBA it. 2K20. Sports game. Stop it. Rage 2. Uh, first person shooter. Wouldn't want to do that either. Red Dead Redemption 2. Didn't that game already have input lag built in? <laughs> <laughs> Because every, every, everything was so realistic. Like, it took forever in a day for him to do shit, right? I didn't play it because I was like, I can't. All three Tomb Raiders of the recent Square Tomb Raider games dating back to 2013. Right. Jesus. Samurai Showdown. Another fighting game. No. Thumper. That's a, like a, a music game, yeah. right? Yeah. Trials Rising and uh, sure, sure. Wolfenstein Youngblood. And that game was apparently terrible. So yeah, that, that's your launch lineup for Stadia. Now, I, I, obviously, Stadia is not a you know what what it is on day one is not going to be what it is on day one hundred or one thousand. We yeah, we but it's Google. That. It is Google. That's 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 a fair point. There's and, a website dedicated to all of the projects Google has just Google has just said fuck it. I think it's like Google Graveyard or something like that. <laughs> Which like, is surprising. Um. So yeah, obviously, like it's got room to grow. Um, I will say that kudos to Google, uh, for not having the rockiest or, or for taking the title of rockiest service launch in the month of November, 2019 from Disney plus, which looks like a fucking polished, you know, <laughs> fantastic service on launch day compared to what we're getting from Google stadia. Um, here, here it is before you continue. Yeah. Uh, killed by Google.com is there you the go. website <laughs> that you can go, go to, to, to look at everything that they've. Just every service they've ended, whatever. Yeah, why? But that's the thing, though. Why are you? Why are you calling this a launch? This isn't a launch. This is a beta beta. test. Yeah, I'm not even going to call. I I wouldn't even call this early access. This is a beta. That's what this is. This is like 160 bucks, 130 to get the to get the founders edition. Which, by the way, is the only way to play Stadia right now. 
Because again, yeah. you have to have that Chromecast, and you if you don't if you're not using the Chromecast, you have to have a Stadia the Stadia controller, and the only way to get that controller is by getting the hundred thirty dollar bundle. Yeah. So for all for all the talk about how oh this is going to change gaming forever, you don't have to own a console. You kind of do actually, at least at first, at least till next year. Like it, you have to own the controller, the Chromecast, and a phone. Yeah. Because you can't do anything without the and an Android, without an Android phone, a Pixel, no less. Like yeah. not, not even like you can't. I don't even think you can use a Samsung Galaxy. No, I, th- I think you just need an. I think you just because you have to download their app. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need their actual phone. You just. I don't know if you can use an I- uh, iPhone <laughs> yet, but who knows? You but can't. Yeah, you cannot use an iPhone yet. You can't. No, not yet. Not till oh, next okay. year. I mean, I'm not surprised, but yeah, no, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, this is all. This is all terrible. Yeah. Like if you paid for this, I feel bad for you. I can't wait to read the reviews and listen to the reviews on this because, like I said, it's it's going to get roundly roasted, and it should. It should yeah. for uh for for how they're launching this service. And again, this isn't some fucking fly. Like like you you guys know me. You know that I am as big a Google fan as you are going to find on the planet. This isn't some yeah, fly by night company. Right? Yeah, this isn't fly-by-night company. This is fucking Google. There's no excuse as to how you're releasing this in this in this state and calling it a release. Again, it, it's almost like a terminology problem, really. Like if you just call this a beta, I feel like that a lot of people thirty dollar beta, right? But I feel like a lot more people would be would be a lot more understanding of it. I guess. Put it this way, they should be super glad that a lot of outlets are not scoring this because they're calling it a review in progress, as they should, because it is an in-progress thing. But they should be super happy that there's a lot of outlets that normally score these things that aren't putting a number on it, because it would look really fucking bad if you launched your new service and IGN was like, four out of ten. You know what I mean? (laughs) Wouldn't build the prospects off the future. So when are they dropping this, right? Like, when is this going to be the latest entry into the graveyard? <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to... You think it'll last a year? The is not there. It's just not. We, 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 like, we don't have the infrastructure in this, in this country. We don't. Even if, they, even if they add everything that they say they're going to have in it, it's not going to work. You know? Well, and here's the, here's the other problem. If you are a console owner already, what incentive do you have to get this right now over an PlayStation One? Now or Xbox Absolutely Game Pass? Absolutely no reason. Right. It's not like they're bringing new games to the fucking service. Like, <laughs> right. like you say, you're playing the same old shit that you get on Game Pass and PlayStation Now. Right. And it's like the people who would want to get this already have these consoles. It's you not paid like... a dollar to play Gears of War 5. <laughs> and, and again, <laughs> might, might, might I... For a game that wouldn't run for shit. On this thing, right? And my, and might I remind both of you, you pay nine ninety nine a month for the privilege of being a Stadia Pro member. The only thing you get for that, besides four K resolution, kind of in your games if you're using the Chromecast, is Destiny Two. Every other game on that list that we rattled off, you have to pay for yeah. and buy separately uh, if you want to no. play them. Are they going to be sixty bucks? Yes, they are uh. full fucking price games. But they came out like a year ago. Nah, nah, fuck that. Those should be like 49, 40 bucks. They should be free. But I, I don't know, free. I don't. How do you work? How do you, How does that work? Like it's streaming. You can't. You don't own anything. You can't download it. I, all right, yeah. I I just don't get it. I don't see it working. I don't see it. I don't see it. They got to prove it. 
<laughs> they really have to prove it. This, this ain't it. What, what, what we're seeing in, in based on reviews today ain't it. Not none of us are getting it. No, not not right that. now. I'm I'm not try like based based on the reviews that I'm seeing so far. I'm not giving them a fucking dime. I will wait until that shit comes out for free, and I'll try the free service when it when that drops next year, <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. But I but again it's and again why like Destiny two like if you're playing Destiny two on here if you're doing your single player shit cool who else who who all are you gonna play with Yeah because you can only play with other right stadium, there's right? no crossplay who the fuck else gonna be like five people on fucking Destiny. <laughs> like, so. how does that, okay all right google you just fucked up again i don't i don't i have no faith in this, <laughs> in this thing at all so speaking of things that uh at least one of us had very little faith in coming into launch uh, all three of us have played star wars jedi fallen order uh and so we are here to deliver our impressions now uh i guess we should start by talking about how much we've played uh i i would imagine that i've probably played the least of the three of us i've only played the introductory part of the game and basically the events of the first planet that you go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, I have, uh, freed the Wookiees. Okay. So if you know where that is, uh, that is what I've done. I freed the Wookiees and then I went back to go get, uh, a double bladed lightsaber. I have gotten, I think I'm about to leave the second planet because you have a choice right. between which planet you want to go to next. Yeah. Um, I didn't and- go to, Dorthmir or whatever the planet's name was. I just went whatever straight the ice to the planet is that's where I'm at now. I went straight to where the the mission objective was. Oh, okay. See, I didn't do that. I went to the to the other planet. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. So probably like four or five hours into it. Okay. So so Terrence played a little bit more than <laughs> me and I and Micah seems like he's played the most uh out of all of us. So we will we will try to keep this uh spoiler free. Um because there's really not – I mean, I'm not going to talk about direct story stuff. Um, like, we'll talk about the characters as we know them so far. Obviously, like, the gameplay is the biggest thing here. So I'm just going to get this out of the way. I'm not enjoying it myself that much <laughs> in, in the very early parts of the game. I'm not. And here, But here's the thing. I am able to recognize that I'm not enjoying myself, and I'm probably not being fair to the game by not enjoying myself. Because as I'm going through this game – all I can think of is, oh, this is like Uncharted, but it's not as polished. Or, oh, this part is like God of War, but it's not nearly as polished as God of War. Like, I keep comparing it to other games that it's obviously trying to – I don't want to – it's unfair. To, that's not even right to say it's trying to imitate it. Like, that is that it was inspired by. But it just doesn't do what those games did as well, right? So, like, as I'm sitting there, like, in the lightsaber combat – I'm just like, man, like this is this is all right, I guess, but it feels like the character feels kind of stiff, like it doesn't feel as fluid as I would hope that it would, I guess. And when I'm like traversing on, you know, the the different environments, like I'm used to Uncharted where like when you are jumping towards something, like you can you can count on Nathan Drake to just fucking take care of the rest. And in this game it requires <laughs> a bit more precision, let's say. Is it how is that a bad thing? <laughs> no, no, like, 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 but like for dumb reasons, like, like just because you missed, like, like you, you, you like didn't you angle yourself like you, towards the rope. You literally correctly. have to be facing the ledge. If you're off by a little bit, you're going to miss it. Like yeah. if you're like, if your character's body is turned a little bit, you're going to miss the ledge. Whereas Nathan Drake, you know, as long as you 
there's a little more give when it comes to the platforming. But again, Uncharted isn't really known for its platforming. You know what I mean? Like Uncharted's platforming is is weird and it's just different. This is this game feels like it's a jack of all trades, master of none type of situation. But it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I did not know this. I I didn't see too much preview stuff coming up. I did not know this was like a Soulsborne game uh, in terms of combat. I thought this was more. I thought this was going to be like um, more akin to not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. In terms of of combat, like uh, you know, you combat is very slow and methodical and and unforgiving. Well, not even that because it has difficulty sliders, right? Like it's no, it's not Neo, mm-hmm. right? It's not, uh, dark souls, but it's aping that. Right. But it, it does, but it doesn't pull the trigger and go all the way. Um, the, the Metroid style levels, um, you know, I see what they're doing here, but some of the levels like where a properly designed level you could go through the entire thing like a circle, right? And some of these levels, you go into the level and then you have to come all the way back out of the level. There's no like, there, there are very few paths to kind of come back in, in, in a way that's not backtracking. Have any of you like. ever played Dark Souls? Not really. Either one. I have not played Dark Souls. I've played Neo. Okay. Yeah, this is like the the level design is very similar to Dark Souls games. Whereas Dark Souls is an entire is the that one level is like the whole world is one big level. Mm-hmm. This is just like four or five different levels. Um, but that's how the, the the design you'll go through a level and then you'll get to a certain part that will create a shortcut where you can get back to a part a part of the level easily, a lot more easily because you created like a, sh- a rope shortcut or a door opens up from the other side that you couldn't get through before. So that's how these ga- that's how these levels are designed. So in 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 that sense, it's more Dark Souls. The combat again is it's Sekiro light. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yeah. like Dark Souls because Dark Souls is a lot slower. Um, Sekiro is a little faster, and it's not as hard. I cranked it up to the second to last difficulty, and I've died a lot. I've died a lot. Because there are What's, certain there are certain enemy encounters where like the the enemy composition is kind of cheap because <laughs> sometimes sometimes they'll just they'll just ambush you like I had one there was one there's one part of a level in the on the ice planet or whatever it's called um, there's a there's a stormtrooper that has a rocket launcher but at the same time that he's shooting rockets at you like these two little dogs come just jumping out at you at the same time and if you don't have like the force push. You're going to get hit by the rocket and then the dogs and they, you have a lot less health. Mm-hmm. Um, so like an enemy can hit you maybe like two or three times and kill you on a higher difficulty level, which is a, is a little tough. It gets, it, it's kind of frustrating. I'll say, you know, I'll say that. Look, I, I put, I put the difficulty sliders so that everything was even right. Yeah. And then I, I and I played for like two hours. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not having a good time." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the second to last, right? I think so. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, and I figured I put it there because oh, everything's everything even. Is, this right. must be normal. No, it's not. no, no, no. It is not. It's it, Mike. It's literally called Jedi Master. The difficulty setting that you're that you put it on. I think I'm a fucking Jedi Master. Sorry. 
So. <laughs> now, I will say, as someone who's not played a a Dark Souls game before, but does enjoy like strategy, I, I do enjoy the the risk reward uh, concept of the meditation spots of you know yeah. getting your health back, but then by doing that, it's going to respawn enemies. So it's like, do I do I want to do that, or do I want to just fucking roll the dice a little bit and roll with this? you know, half bar of health and one stim pack that I have. And hopefully, you know, I'll make it through, you know, no problems and stuff like that. Yeah, so you that, might want to roll the dice and go ahead and re re reset uh, the level right. on a higher difficulty because <laughs> yeah, that, that half health will knock you the fuck out in right. one hit. So one so, enemy can knock you out and kill you with that wet half. It'll kill, kill you. And it's, it ain't fun. Yeah. So, so I do appreciate that. Um, and I also think that another problem that I have is that I, I haven't unlocked any really new powers yet. Like so far I have my force, like the force hold and I have the wall running, but I haven't unlocked oh, anything no. else yet. Once you unlock more force abilities, combat is more fun mm-hmm. and more, uh, dynamic, but you, you at least got to unlock force push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a kick in the dick, this combat <laughs> until you unlock force push, but that uh, just to give you some breathing room. But that leads me Elf. to that leads me right. to my <laughs> that leads me to my other problem with the game though is that so right like you know I obviously they're not going to give you everything from the get go so you have to have other things to keep you compelled to stick with the game until you start getting the cool shit which makes the gameplay fun which is normally the story and the characters <laughs> and Yo. I've got to tell you. That so far, all the characters that I've met so far, except for the little droid, who I like, not the best. I don't like Cal. I want to punch that guy in the <laughs> face. I do not I like, like the, the look of him. Yeah, he his face bothers me. Um, but um, his face pisses I like me. the other. I like the other characters. Like I like Sarah and um Greece, like the uh the neurotic Jew. <laughs> <laughs> who looks the like pilot. an alien Don Rickles for some strange reason. <laughs> here, here, but here's a problem that I have, and maybe I'm maybe I'm now being super unfair, and I and I accept that if I am. I had heard previews of this game leading up to it, like, oh, this game looks gorgeous, it's amazing. The Sometimes. world, the worlds do. <laughs> the worlds look very good. Uh, the character models that I've seen so far, at least the human character models that I've seen so far. Do not, <laughs> I will say. Look, look uh, apparently Sarah's favorite fried chicken is Popeye. <laughs> God, yo. <laughs> now, look, I'm not talking about Deborah Wilson. Yeah. I'm talking about this character model in this game. Like, I know Deborah Wilson's face, right? Like, I get it, right? But, yo, she looks like, like the character model in this game looks like a black large Marge with the <laughs> eyes just getting ready to pop the fuck out. You know, like it's it, it is not it, it ain't it ain't really doing it. I do like I do like Alien Dawn Rickles. I do like Sarah as uh, a character. I think she is actually acting. Um, the 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 uh, Jerome, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, Jerome from Gotham is not really doing it for me, yo. Like I, 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 I oh, that's who that I, is. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. All right. The Joker. I, yeah, the Joker. <laughs> yeah. I do not like that guy's face. I really, really don't. And um, <laughs> I was talking to Jack. Jack said he really enjoys the game, except for the fact that he has to play as fucking Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> 
but and then the story i mean you know the story for you star wars fans takes place between episode three and before rogue one so at the end of episode three um the uh the order 66 which is the order given by palpatine to kill all the jedi is given and now there aren't too many Jedi left and Cal is one of the few left. And the story is that, uh, Sarah is trying to rebuild the Jedi order and they find, uh, a MacGuffin, which is a list of force sensitive, uh, students that they have to go and find. And, um, and then Cal gets, uh, uh, you know, conscripted to help other people along the way. Um, it, it it is it's okay right it's okay it's nothing to write home about i think i would enjoy it more if the main character was a little more uh lively personable not as yeah he had like a personality you know what <clears throat> i mean um i i do enjoy the game and i i want to finish it but um because i i like it and and I like the combat. Like the combat is, is uh, it's cool. Like it feel like you feel like a Jedi. The um, the lightsaber, which is you know, like it's every kid's dream toy, right? Like weapon, right? Like a a laser sword, right? It 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 doesn't feel like it should be. A, it doesn't feel like a laser sword. It feels like a wiffle ball bat. Like you're hitting these things and like like. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was expecting more. I was expecting something a little more visceral. And well, how would you rate this combat against something like KOTOR or something? Like that? Because they use lightsabers and everything like that. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I would rate the combat. Well, the, not combat, but like the, the feel of the, 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 the lightsaber. I guess you're right. It, it, because you it, know. Never, it never really feels but, right. But, even but KOTOR even is in, not um, at all the same type unleashed. of game, though. You know what I mean? Huh? But Kotor is not the same type of game as this. No, it's, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, as far as the feel of mm. the, the like the lightsaber, you're saying it feels like kind of like a wiffle bat. Like even in Unleashed, like you should be cutting things in half at it, all times. Yeah. Like you don't cut, like you don't really cut anything in half besides like the creatures in the game. It's the like, people, it's the Superman problem. Heads off. <laughs> it's the Superman issue where it's difficult yeah. to make a Superman video game because Superman. Is is an all powerful god, so there shouldn't be anything logically that should be able to stand in his way, or at least not the rank and file. And the lightsaber is kind of the same thing. Like a lightsaber should just fucking one shot everything so far that I've come across in the game, but because it's a video game, it, right. it can't. Like I'm watching the Clone Wars now, and I'm seeing somebody cut through doors using a lightsaber, and then I go play this game, and it's just like. <laughs> The fucking right. stormtrooper armor is just like, yo, get off me, yo. <laughs> yeah. Takes this one to black. Ugh. But I do, I do like fighting. I do like fighting the enemies. Like I do feel like a badass when I'm fighting, um, um, the Empire. Like they, they're, they will kill you, right? Like make no bones about it. Like you have to take out ads first. Mm. Um, you have to take out ranged and then ads and all that before you really fight the main guy, the, 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 the real threat. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like a badass when I'm, when I'm running up to them and I'm deflecting all their, their blaster shots while running up to them 
and take those out in one hit, force push some of the melee guys away, and then focus on the big guy, uh, avoid their unblockable attack, go back and fight the the melee rank and file. Like I feel like those encounters feel good, but um, some of the animals are just fucking dickheads. Like one of the there's a there's a there's a goat like a big ass ram. It's just like, mm, fuck you, and then bam, and then hit you, and then immediately push you in the red. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Yeah, come those on. things are annoying. Oh, there, was this, there was one, the Og Bog, whatever the fuck it was called, in the first level that I went to. That big did, thing? Yeah. Yep. And that was in the cave? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fought that, and I was like, okay. Um, he killed me, of course. I went back to fight. I fought it like 10 times because I have it on <laughs> that difficulty. And I'm like, you know what? I can't really fight him because I don't have to stem. I didn't unlock the stem packs yet. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went a little further into the game. I got that ability, and then I went back to fight him. I beat him, and then when I was leaving a cave, the game crashed on me. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, okay. So this is that's cool. Uh, so I had this. So it, it like it crashed to the to the PlayStation screen. Like I had oh, to damn. start the whole thing over. Um, and of course the way the game saves, you have to meditate. Right. So yeah, I just lost that progress. I wasn't happy. Is so that, went, uh, by the way, Mike, is that weird? Like, it's probably not weird for Terrence cause he's played a lot of those type of games, but isn't it weird? Like I, I can't tell you the last time that I've played a game that, that didn't just like, auto save all the time. <laughs> yeah. That you actually have to go to save points in order to save your progress. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we're all getting spoiled. <laughs> So I went back to fight him, my boy. I beat him. Well, he beat me again because I was like playing in blind rage at that point. <laughs> and then the second time I beat him again, and I finally got past. I ran to the thing and saved. Um, I don't know if he comes back though. Once you save, I think that 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 encounter is just like a one-time deal. Once you beat him, you don't have to fight him again because he's an actual boss. I Once guess. you save, yeah, something. But like, I'm like, I'm like, wow, okay, this is kind of tough. And I was about to to crank the difficulty down, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to let that happen. It's a lot easier than Sekiro. And I never beat that. Oh yeah, it is. It's a it's lot a easier lot than, than Sekiro. Like, <laughs> but the game itself, it's it's like you said, it does a lot of things that other games have done, like just fine. And I think it's getting a lot more praise because it's a single player game mm-hmm. that happens to be from EA. There are no microtransactions, and it's a solid game. Like it's good. Like I'd give it like an eight. I'd give it like an eight out of nine out of ten. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's a fun game, um, but because we haven't seen a game like because a game from them like that hasn't come out in I don't know how fucking long. Like a lot more people are like, "Hey, this is dope." The story, a lot of people are like, "Oh, the story's so good." I'm like, "Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Like, I really don't like this character, but he's who I got to work with, so that's fine." Um, but no, it's it's a solid game. Like, it's cool. It's just fun. It's fun. Like it's a game. It's the gamiest game I've gamed in a long time because those platform sections are just stupid. Yeah, they like, are. they're just <laughs> silly. Like when you're running through a platform section and everything just kind of lines up perfectly. I'm like, all right, you, sure. I mean, okay. it, like I said, I got that when 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 you learn the wall run ability and it's just <laughs> right. like running running around the rest of the area. Basically, you're just like, okay, yeah, it just right. it's just silly to me. Like I know that's a game trope, but it just feels weird in this game the way it works. But it it works fine. It's just kind of funny that like everything is just perfectly aligned on these planets for you to just kind of parkour through. They don't feel organic. If you, if I see what I mean, if you, uh, 
Yeah, that's the best way for to put it. It doesn't feel organic when you're doing like the uh, the climbing sections. But besides that, it's fine. I like it. It's cool. I like it enough to want to finish it. Like yeah, I'm not picking are you, are you up gonna finish speed it? in in place of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you gonna finish it, Terrence? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I I am probably not. Like I I I think I have experienced what I needed to experience to know that it's probably so if you weren't a, a fan of me. this, then you probably wouldn't like souls games at all. I've, I've played the only thing of dark Souls I played is I played through the first boss, uh, of the first dark souls game and I beat him without like, dying. And I said, I have accomplished this. Uh, I'm going to retire on top. <laughs> in dark souls. I'm retired undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> first, like in the, in the uh, prison. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like where you like jump down and, and, yeah. and stab the thing and then, and then fight it the rest of the way. Yeah. I killed him oh, in one, in the first you took try. Half his health when you jumped down. And yes, I him did. Yes, I did. And I killed him on the first try. And I said, "Wow, Dark Souls is pretty easy. I should stop here and quit while I'm ahead." So, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I, I I don't think it's for me. Um, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's just not. It's not great. I don't think I wouldn't say that it's, it's great. Not amazing, like everyone is yeah. saying. I mean, it's just a solid game. Because we don't get those often, <laughs> like as far as other just bells and whistles they throw in it nowadays. Funnily enough, I hope it does really well because I need a single player game with no DLC to do really well in EA Stable so that they don't yeah. close Bioware. And I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, I think they were saying like Disney was like, "Look, you got one more chance. Right. You fucked up Battlefront one and two. This is your last chance." And they gave it to Respawn, and Respawn is a very good developer. <laughs> and they're like, you just, just do what you got to do. We're not going to throw in all that other bullshit. Just make this game. And they made a good game. And I think it, it, I think word of mouth is going to make it sell pretty pretty well. I would agree. Well, hopefully. What, you know what's funny, though, is that word of mouth will help get in a lot more casual players. And I don't know if they're going to like this game that much when they get their hands on it. Down like easy. Yeah, you might but have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to. Because, uh, yeah, I put, like, again, I put that shit on the hardest, the second the hardest, and I'm like, yo, I might take this shit down to normal. Because, <laughs> like, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get mad. But, yeah, um, it's fun. It is. Like, I, I I don't take anything from it. It's just, I don't really like the main character. Yo, I want to punch him in the face so bad. Like, I, it, he just doesn't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't even know why I don't like his look. I just don't. And coupled with the fact that he's not like like personable, like I don't know too many redheads, right? <laughs> I know the redhead that we all know, like, and I can imagine him being in this and just like like livening the thing up. But like, <laughs> I can imagine that guy's son being in this game, and I would enjoy it more. Just looking for hot dogs all the time, he <laughs> hot dogs up with his lightsaber and shit. You know what I mean? But I Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's yeah, he's a little dead inside. <laughs> yeah. like, like you could say because of the situation he's put in, but like, come on, yo, you need to have some levity. Right, but is that but is that the is that the writing or is that the performance? I think it's the performance. Think it's the performance. Yeah, I would I, I would agree. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Writing performance, the dead eyes that everyone has in the game. Like yeah, they kind the of face stare to each other. Oh, speaking of dead eyes, you you haven't seen uh you haven't seen uh uh Forrest Whitaker's character yet. Have you? <laughs> no, I haven't got it. Well, uh, it's he's rendered properly. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! 
on on that note, <laughs> <laughs> that that does it for our show. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at Dense Pixels. Uh, subscribe. Make sure you're in our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans, uh, where you will hear Leonardo scream at me <laughs> for for daring to for daring to to not like the great Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, as he has been on my ass to play. But at least I played it. At least I'm not cat throwing bombs at it without having played it. That's what's important. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this show and all the other TNP Studio shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anything that you use to get your podcasts. Uh, of course, subscribe to your YouTube channel, youtube.com slash pixels. And, of course, follow us all uh, on Twitch, Terrence's Apparition 410. Carrie is sup, it's Carrie. She's certainly the most active of all of us. And when I do stream, it is on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash pixels. Uh, so that is it. Uh, I'm sure Carrie will be back next week with a much more thorough Pokemon take. So, uh, so tune back next week for a much more extensive Pokemon Sword and Shield review. Uh, but until then, we will see you guys the next time. Thank you. See you. <laughs>